Welcome to Stressless Obsessed, the podcast. My name is Sophie Deans, and I'm here to bring you all things on self-care, self-development, as well as lifestyle tips and hacks to keep your life as simple and stress-free as possible. So let's make a start and join me on a journey of living a life with less stress. Welcome. Thank you for coming back and listening to episode two of the podcast. So I thought we'd start the show by finding out what stress is. I feel like we all feel like we know what stress is or when we're feeling stressed, but actually I just wanted to make it a lot clearer before we go anywhere else in this podcast series. Let's just dive straight in and understand exactly what it is. Not sure if it's just me, but before I had had a session with a uh, certified, qualified counsellor a while back, I'd actually been using the term stress and anxiety and anxiousness interchangeably. And what I was told is that stress is when we're undergoing a challenging situation and anxiety was actually just worrying about the future. And it's not necessarily clear what the cause of that anxiety is. So at the time, I was thinking I was going through both. I felt that I was stressed. I felt I was overwhelmed. And to be honest, I wasn't sure how the future was going to turn out. And this was across lots of different areas of my life. So just to be clear, I actually researched and went on the World Health Organization's website. And what they say is that stress is a state of worry or mental tension caused by a difficult situation. So stress is actually a natural response where cortisol is released into our bloodstream and that prompts us to address challenges and threats in our life. Anxiety, on the other hand, is an uncontrollable worry and it could be about everyday issues and then may not actually be a clear cause as to why we are feeling that way. So let's talk about stress. There are actually positive benefits to stress. So for example, some of these benefits can mean that stress will motivate us to overcome obstacles towards a goal. It will create excitement. It will push us to work harder and have a positive outcome or give us positive feelings. Some examples would be when people might find they work better under pressure. I know I do, I think, work better under pressure. Not ongoing, but, you know, times here and there. Other examples would be perhaps going on a date, uh, going and starting a new job, studying for an exam. Exercise stress. So when we're doing HIIT workouts, they're high stress workouts 
And the key is all of these things are um, stresses that shouldn't last over a long period of time. And for it to have a positive impact, we should kind of have a sense of achievement when succeeding under these tough circumstances. But then, of course, stress, bad stress, is what I guess we all think instantly when we hear the word stress. And that's all about negatively affecting our everyday enjoyment of life. So if something is not in tune with what we want or where we want to be, So some examples I can give would be relationship tension or breakdown, grief, perhaps work burnout, unrelenting workplace demands, financial hardship, stress, overcommitments, and even health worries. So how do we identify when there is too much bad stress and when do we identify when we need to take action. So I'd like to say anything that begins to affect your health. So in the past, I start experiencing migraines and migraines I don't often get. I used to get them quite a lot when I was younger, um, but now I find I might get one once or twice a year. And if I start getting them more frequently, then it's usually because something isn't sitting right and it's causing me stress. Another thing would be if stress and your situation is affecting your sleep. I don't know, maybe you're um, not able to sleep, uh, insomnia. Maybe you feel like you need even more sleep than usual. There are other health um, implications as well digestive issues, perhaps you're not eating or you're actually doing the opposite and overindulging and feeling really sluggish. And that can even affect your weight. So you can gain weight, lose weight. But that's another sign that stress is impacting you negatively. Some other telltale signs um, that stress is leaking into other areas of your life. So I guess An example would be if you are experiencing stress from work, but then you're finding that you're uh, withdrawing socially. So maybe you're not spending as much time with your friends as you usually do. Maybe you don't have the energy or you're just not in the mood. But you can also show this in other ways, like if you don't feel like you're looking after yourself. And that doesn't just mean dressing up nicely or, um, you know, taking time to do your hair. Not looking after yourself can be reflected in not making the time to exercise, not making the time to eat nutritiously and eat well. Perhaps you've started ordering takeaways more frequently than you usually would. Um, But it does also relate to hygiene as well. So, um, yeah, perhaps not... um, showering or brushing your teeth as much as you should and I think one of the other big signs is impacting time spent with family so if you are spending less time with your partner that will affect your relationship if you're not spending as much time with your kids or your mom or your dad that will affect your relationships with those people and actually all of the above 
are things you need to help manage stress. So it becomes a spiral if you start taking exercise out of your routine. If you start taking out your social time and time spent with friends and that connecting time, then you'll actually probably start to feel more stressed. And obviously you're feeling like you don't have the time to do it, but that's how people end up feeling that they spiral because they're essential pillars that help them feel good and happy and strong or stronger and supported. They all start coming out like a game of Jenga, out, falling out until you just have your stress cause that's your pure focus and it just makes it even harder to get back to your equilibrium. And you're basically finding your way to burnout. That's what I found is that when I've ended up looking back and going, why am I so stressed? How did I get here when a month ago I was great, I was really happy, I had so much energy and so much time. And then I realized, oh, I haven't been out with my friends for a while because I felt I was too busy or too tired. Or I haven't actually been sleeping or eating that well. And you start to see the big picture that the source of your stress has actually taken over your life and you have started prioritizing that stress. And yeah, it just takes over. Something else I also have noticed and realized for myself anyway is that Ideally, we need to take action before these negative effects become that pure focus. So before we go, oh no, how did I get here when everything was going so well? We actually need to identify that we're under stress before it gets to that point and not wait until it's too late. And I think it's all about maintenance. And when I say maintenance, I almost mean like looking at your routine, your daily, weekly, monthly routine and prioritizing self-care and things that will keep you at the top of your game. Examples would be taking regular days and breaks off work. That might be one day a month for some people. It might be one week every couple of months for somebody else, depending on how stressful you find your work. It might mean incorporating self-care daily or weekly, but it also might mean looking at your boundaries. Something that I really, really struggled with a few years ago, and I'm really good at now, and actually my friends are really good at as well, and I respect them for it. I will do an episode on this as well because I really feel setting boundaries is so important to your mental health and well-being. As is exercise. And you know, all of these things that I've mentioned, they don't sit they don't sound like necessities. They sound like things that can easily be skipped. And when we aren't stressed, we don't necessarily notice, we don't necessarily miss them. And it's all until it's too late and we realise that like a snowball, things have just got too much. 
So in my experience, I've realized at the points where I've felt really stressed and an example would be there was a period when I was working very late, working overtime and it was happening very frequently and I remember that I felt like I was too busy, that I could go for a walk on my lunch break. Um, I felt that I was too busy to be able to go for my regular flights because I needed to be logged on. I needed to be working. I couldn't waste that half an hour going for a walk. And then I realized it got to the point where I realized that actually stopping for half an hour and going for that walk on my lunch break made such a difference to my mindset my outlook it gave my mind and my brain a break and it actually allowed me to perform better when I came back to my desk and it also made me realize what is 30 minutes I feel like I can really do a lot in 30 minutes with work but actually no 30 minutes isn't that amount of time it's not that huge amount of time I can afford 30 minutes to go for a walk and the positive effects of that will actually contribute greatly to my productivity. One of my real key learnings is to have a toolkit in place. Know what distresses you and what rebalances you. You need to know that if you ever do get to a place where things are feeling overwhelming, that you know what helps you release that tension and will slowly get you back to normal. Not just that, but you also need to know what you need to do on a daily and weekly basis to keep you feeling great, to make sure that your cup is full all the time. And if it's not full because you're going through stress, it's more full than it would be had you not been doing these things. And it could be the walks, like I mentioned, it could be listening to music, it could be um, going out and meeting a friend for a coffee, anything that fills your cup and gives you a boost needs to go on that list and you need to make time and prioritize that. We know that stress will still happen but what you need to know is that you will be well equipped, much better equipped to deal with whatever comes your way rather than you know, something coming along and it's literally the last straw to break the camel's back. And there you are in burnout, in breakdown territory. And you don't want to get there. You don't want to get to that point, then be forced to drop everything. And it will take you so much longer to get back into a positive mindset. I think what it's important to know is stress management is not just for people who are stressed. It's not just for people who are going through difficult situations. It's for everybody. And whether that's managing a current stressful situation or just maintaining your overall well-being, it will just set you up going forward so that you can tackle anything that comes your way and you're, you're ready for it. What I hope you can take away from this episode, if anything, is more just to go away and think about 
how do you recognize in yourself when you are becoming stressed? Do you even realize, you know, what are the flags you need to be able to think, oh, I'm starting to feel stressed rather than, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. So how do you recognize that? And how do you recognize when you're not prioritizing your well-being as much as you should? And then once you know that, you can start to think, what are the things that make you feel calmer and happier and more fulfilled? And then how will you incorporate these into your life regularly? And I can 100% say that I have um, some things that are non-negotiables. I put them in my calendar and I will go to those things. And if it means that I have to, you know, not attend something or I have to move things around, that is non-negotiable because I know if that's something I don't do, it will negatively affect me. And some of those things for me are my daily walks or they're taking or consuming magnesium. It's having my aerial yoga classes. It's getting a real good quality night's sleep and eating a variety of different fruits and vegetables. And I know as soon as I stop focusing on those things and I become too busy, I notice straight away that I start to feel off. And I think it's about being conscious and then recognizing and taking action from there. We should be able to really notice our feelings if we started to feel tired, lackluster, you know, a little bit of dissatisfaction. Why is that? Is there anything we're missing? Is there anything we can bring in to make ourselves feel better, basically? And I feel like the more we practice and recognize the more easily it will come to us and we can notice it much better and address it and take action and then it just gets easier from there and you'll find that you I find that I become less stressed much more often well that's all for today's episode and hope you'll join me for the next one Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, stresslessobsessed. And thanks for listening. Until next time, breathe and stress less.